I'm a bougie bitch, though. Are you? Oh, honey. Big time. I mean, when I was in Chicago, I dropped $400 on a tasting menu. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you're bougie oh, like I'm, that? I'm bougie, babe. I'm bougie. If I was not as... I would be Burberry. I'd, yeah, I'm bougie. Burberry? Uh, Burberry. <laughs> Burberry. I'd be like, seriously, I'm, I love all that shit. I love all that shit. I just don't have the body for it yet. Yet. Um, You're but, a bougie kind of oh, gal. Oh, I'm a bougie bitch. My mother was. My mother grew up poor, but she's still Chelsea. <laughs> my mother's born and raised in Chelsea. She still has taste. Like she's still. You can be poor and have taste. And have taste exactly. Yes, and you she can. Grew up very poor like that, and yes, she's still, you can. Like, you can. You can be poor still and had, still have taste. Yeah, unlike my father. But that's he's from the Bronx. What are you gonna do? But he was just, like she was. Yeah. So I, you know, very much. I grew What's up the most bougie thing you've done? Bougie thing I've ever done. Well, I gotta say the four hundred. That was the most I've ever dropped on a meal. Like I did four hundred dollar tasting menu and wine, but that was absolutely. Where was superb. that? It was in Chicago in at a Chicago. place called Casama, and it was absolutely superb. Um, <clears throat> other bougie. I mean, I've done like I, I've gone to a spa and I've dropped two hundred, three hundred. I went to a Korean spa. I was very bougie when I was in Chicago. Very bougie. I, I did all the bougie. Why do, do you oh, not? Also, I when I do Delta, I do Comfort Plus. I don't sit in the back with the others. The pedestrians, <laughs> the, the peasants. I don't. <laughs> no room for my legs. I need. I, I want to get on the plane and have my headphones on and chill. You like Delta? I do. I've been doing Delta a lot. I'm a Delta bitch. You know what? I have flown American. Yeah. I flew American to Arizona. Okay. No TVs in the back of the seats. Oh. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. United. I'm okay. I'm like, man, the only reason I fly United is because they go out of Newark. And it's yeah. easy for me to get to. But you yeah. know what, though? My heart is with Delta. Well, I, I'm near LaGuardia. Oh. I'm like I, literally 10 minutes from LaGuardia. Yeah. And they have a hub there. Yeah. I love it. I'm a Delta gal. I'm, I'm, it's me too. I love the Delta. I just, every time. And I go to Florida a lot recently. So it's just like, it just. It it's gets, easy. It's nonstop. They're good. They're good. They're reliable. And yeah. I always have a good experience with Delta. And you can be a little bougie. I feel like Delta's a little yeah. bougier. Is it a little bougier? I've I never think done so. They, you know, because Delta paired with the Amex. And you know Amex is bougie. I just got it. You got an Amex? Today. Really? I did. Which one? I got the gold. Okay. Yeah. Good. I good. Want, I don't. Is that good? Yeah, it's good. I have the platinum. Is that the silver? Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go platinum. I went gold. Yeah. My um, limit is about $700. (laughs) I'm not that. (laughs) They were very gracious with me. (laughs) Yeah. But I just really got it today. And I'm like, wait, the fee is $595. See, that's that's ridiculous. No, they I looked, I researched it. I have no fee for a year. I did a whole thing. I was very responsible with it. But I'm looking at options now for I'm looking at real estate and stuff. Oh my god! I know. All right. Uh, so today's guest, I'm very excited to have. We become closer through the pandemic by getting to know each other and seeing uh, each other out and about. And I'm mm-hmm. so happy she's here. She co-produces mm-hmm. two shows here in New York City. One is Foul Mouth mm-hmm. with Rachel Williams, yep. and then the other one is Tough Love Comedy. Tough Love Comedy Levi. with uh, Levi Levi White. Levi White. Yeah. And then she also has been on HBO Max uh, 
and you can see her all around the city. And she's starting a new podcast called Frogs and Rainbows. <laughs> Whatever. It's my gosh. I don't care. It's my love. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. I don't care how you feel about it. The very talented Jessica oh. Levin. Thank you very much. Wait, we're not doing Jessica Levin anymore. Yeah, we are. It's Jessica Levin now. I know that was that was a thing. I know it's it's that. So you're doing Jessica Levin? Yes, it's that's my name. I know. I had a thing. I went through a thing. I was trying something out. It was stupid. Okay, I am not going to disagree with you. Yeah, I I know. It was I However, I the it, first choice that you did pick was questionable. It was Jesse Fitzpatrick? No, you helped me with it. It was I forget what it no, was. No, you remember. had Jessica Fitzgerald. Out. This whole year has been a blackout for me, folks. I don't know what to tell you, okay? <laughs> it's been a hell of a year. I you don't know had Jesse. I thought turning 40 would be the doozy. It was apparently turning 41. We don't that tell into the anybody what our ages uh, I don't here. give a fuck. Yeah. So wait, you had Jessica f- Fitzgerald or Fitzpatrick? Um, I forget what I first went with, and then we went with Jesse Fitz. I don't even right. remember. Right, that's my family's other maiden. That's my my dad's mom's right. And so, name. but we were. Like, I was like, do Jesse Fitz, and you're you like, did. oh, I like that. And I yeah. actually liked Jesse Fitz. Right, but I'm gonna be 100 percent transparent I, with you. Yeah, I love Jessica Levin. Well, it yeah, is a great you. comedy name. Right. Well, I did it for multiple reasons. I thought family stuff and also, but then when I was doing acts, I was just like, I, I'm not, I'm a heightened sense of myself, but I am pretty yeah. me. So I just didn't feel right masking myself with a name. I tried it. I went to Chicago with Jesse Fitz. I should have Chicago's like, what the fuck is this bitch? But yeah, I went back to my original name. I love it. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. No, fuck this that. is going to be amazing. I'm Thank so you happy you're here. I'm happy to be uh, here. We've known each other for a while now, mm-hmm. and every time we see each other, it's just like hugs, kisses, and then we yes. just scream at each other and make fun of other people. And then I slap you in the ass, generally. Yeah. That always... Or touch my titties. I do do that, too. Yeah, you do. Jessica, yeah. I want to really quick touch base on what made you pursue stand-up comedy. So, like, why? <sighs> I can't really do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, if anything, you are always <laughs> consistent with your answers. I, well, I did. Well, I, you know what? I did theater. I did acting. I just, it's just natural to me and it's fun. And I, uh, I, I just love it. I don't know what else to say about that. It's always weird with that question. At what moment in your life did you realize, okay, stand-up comedy is the route I wanted to take because you had that background in theater and production well, and all that. I had friends for years, and even when I was a kid, I was like, you need to do stand-up comedy. You need to do stand-up comedy. And for some reason, I didn't believe in myself for many, many long time, long, long, long time. And then I went through, like, you know, not to be cheesy, but I went through a you know, a little depression, blah, blah, blah. And my buddy's like, my best friend, Dan Dubay, shout out to you, buddy. He's like, Levin, just go and do it. Go and do it. Just go and do it. And I did it. And I was like, and I did like eight years ago, but I was working in film and TV production and I didn't have time to keep on doing it. So I would go, I'd stop and start, stop and start. And then finally, when I started doing it, I met Levi, who was one of the first people I met and doing it hardcore. And uh, I just, I just felt like I belonged. Like I finally found, you know what I mean? Like remember that, like the land before time and the little baby dinosaurs are looking for their people yeah, or their dinosaurs, not people. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and they go over and they're like, "Oh my god!" I, that's what I felt like. I felt like I was going to the cross, and I was like, "Oh my god!" There's my people. Yeah, you feel like you connected with comedians. Yes, I think really what happened was it'd be like I was in a basement on like July Fourth weekend, and instead of being at the beach, I was in a dark basement with other comics at two o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, "Yep, yeah, this is where I need to be." 
That's a, you know what? You'd be surprised that's a reoccurring theme with comics who come on and they're like, I, I was in a, it's not cheesy. It's just, because it it's a it pivotal is. moment yeah. in where you decide. I remember it was a cold basement. I was literally in, I was climate. Oh, wow. I had a laughing Buddha mic. Wow. Yeah. When he was at back there. Yeah, I and remember it was like that one. Two o'clock in the afternoon or something. It was and like you were like, and I don't like want to be anywhere day. else. But and then I didn't want to be anywhere else and bid here. I was excited about something I was working on, and it was the first art form that I've done. Art form um, that I, I I felt like I could do this good because I did theater for years and I didn't. I wasn't like twinkle toe. I did tap. I did all these things, but I never found like I never had anything that like was like wow she's an art like never you know she's an artist yeah i've had other very talented broadway friends that are just like you know people would find them and be like wow but whenever i did comedy i got i seemed to have um what's the, the word knack. positive yeah uh affirmation or reinforcement i was like that's funny yeah you're funny yeah. that's great you know what i mean so it was the first time i was like wow you know i wasn't like i played sports i was always mediocre at everything else i was good and i was good but not great Oh, yeah. This, I feel like, this is something that I could hone and get really good at. The adulation nice, makes the you right. want to continue. Want to continue. Yeah. And, yeah. And also, like, it's like something that's like, it's hard and it's something that I like to tackle. And as more as I do it, I'm like, ah, you know, and writing things out, you know. And, and you've I got a very specific kind of, you've got a very specific niche. And I think that's. That's great because you That's have that type of I'm comedy. I'm still figuring it out, but you know it's hard. I think we all are. Right, totally. Actually, on the plane on Delta, they had a master class. Yeah, on there, you know those master class things. Yeah, <clears throat> cheesy, but I watched the Amy Tan one, which I don't know. Do you know? It's, uh, she wrote the Joy Luck Club. She's a yeah. very masterful novelist, and uh, it was just an interesting thing how she talked about her writing process and who she is and how she uses memory and all that stuff. And I think a lot of writing, it you know you know, coincides with a lot of comedy. Yeah. Because that's, you know, finding your voice and finding, you know, the whole uh, approach because that's what comedy is, is right? That's right. What, it, it's you or your voice or you, you know what I mean? Like, that's what makes you different. Right. you. Right. And I think else. that's the thing. It's like a lot of comics, they come and out and they're like... with yourself. Right. A lot of comics, they come out and they're like, all right, I'm going to tell the basic of the jokes, right. which is sex, right. getting laid, getting all laid, that yeah. stuff. But it's like dive deeper into who you are right. yeah. because that inevitably is the voice that's going to carry throughout your career. career. 100%. I want to get into the main part of O Oscar and that oh, yeah. is where you get to share your first queer experience. So okay. Jessica Levin, what was your first gay experience? The first one was in Jersey when I was a kid. There was this chick who I was friends with and she, there was this, I forget what it was. It was Dr. Whatever the Fuck on, um, was it on Z100 late night? They would have like a sex show at like midnight and they were talking about hooking up, blah, blah, blah. And I was having a sleepover party with her and she was like, let's practice kissing. So she went downstairs. Mind you, they're from off the boat, Ireland. So, she, you know, and the mom, I don't know why that that's like a thing because it's like the mother was kind of scary if she heard us like she, and she'd come in naked. I've seen her tits so many times. I, I was eight. I've seen so I've seen so much of this woman's 50. Like, I, I think maybe she would spend 40 year old tits. It was not funny. And then she would the daughter would freak the fuck out. Be like, mom, you're naked. Anyway, <clears throat> so she went to go. She's like, let's practice kissing. So it's like, all right. So she went downstairs and she got a plastic bag, like a baggie. And we put it in between our mouths 
and we started making out and it was weird and then the bag popped and our tongues touched and she screamed and that was that she's like ew gross you kissed me i was like the bag popped and i remember being like this is weird i don't know why are we doing this it was odd it was odd it wasn't like anything like it was weird just weird it was like a girl's kind of exploring. Yeah, we're just trying experimenting. to explore experimenting, kissing. And we just like, we're like, all right, well, let's do that. Um, but that was that was one. Yeah, that yeah. was her. I don't want to give her a name because I don't want to blah, blah, blah. Because I don't know what she, I haven't spoken to her. In we have years. about 25 listeners. Uh, well, so so I don't think she's going to be one of them. No, I know. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you, whatever, you the underestimate yourself. The girl in high school that you made out no, with. No, high school. We were in elementary school. This was elementary? Yeah, I was like. Eight, and you guys knew what kissing was. Oh yeah, dude. More, I almost said her name. She was. I think she became a whore. Like I think she fucking whored about. <laughs> she was like way. She was. I think older than me, and um, and I also saw a lot of shit. Like I saw my brothers fucking on couches. Like I, I, you know, we were. I was the baby of four and lived in a small house in Jersey. Yeah. So we're on top of each other. Yeah. So it's like I'd hear so I kind of sexuality. I remember seeing my first I I saw my first porn mag in a German butcher shop in Jersey. That's that's still there. Where I got my advent calendar. It was really weird. It was like, here you go, here's your advent calendar with chocolate and here's your porn mag. I was like, hmm, this is crazy. Germany, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I do know that in Europe they are. Very oh, they're very much loose. I remember about, 18. Yeah. I went over to Germany. It was like on the public. Like, here's Sesame Street, and then here's how to do a blowjob. You know what yeah. I mean? They have it like right there. It's like, oh, okay. They're very much more open. There. Oh yeah, I remember. In, so yeah, I know in in Scandinavia, and I know yeah. throughout Europe. And yeah, they're weird. They're, yeah, they're very. They're okay they're with nudity. nudity. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. So at Trust the German me. butcher shop, I know they love it. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. When I was at the German butcher shop, they literally. Had, I remember seeing my like a porn mag. Yeah. Wait, so what's the second experience? So the second one is when my dad, we moved to North Carolina and there was this chick and I, my, like, she wanted to be friends, but I remember being like, I remember just being down there and I hated it. And I was just like, all right, we're, I'm just going to this bitch's house. And you want to talk about a weird dynamic of family. Like her father was a racist and yeah, it was weird. It was such a weird family. Like we had to wait to the mother to come in and sit down and then we could sit down. Like when I went there for dinner. They're fucking odd, man. They're the weirdest fucking. And he was he was a professor who taught about fish. It was a fucking odd family. She was crazy. I remember the spin doctors were big that year. And Little Miss Can't Be Wrong was on the background. I remember this. So we were, she took a tennis ball and she's like, let's grind. She wanted to put, wear a tennis ball and she wanted to like feel what it's like to get like like grinding so we put she put a tennis ball on and i laid down and i think i can't remember if there was a pillow between us two but yeah she wanted she put the tennis ball against my vajayj and we grinded and i was like this is weird i always went with the flow with shit i don't know why i was like all right we're doing this now i always just like i'm game let's try it out and again, I was like, this is weird. This doesn't seem like this is supposed to happen this way. A tennis ball. Yeah. And that year I was in the sixth grade. So that was sixth grade. So whenever that is. And that was after the bag popping incident. She took a tennis ball and yeah, she what? Put it, put it, it in, in her, her pants? In pants. Like it was a dick. Like our thinking of a dick. Did she get any pleasure out of this? I don't know. I don't remember as a kid. I just remember being like, this is like, I remember being like, this is weird. I don't get like what we're getting out of this, dude. Yeah, that was that. Were you a sexual person growing up? Um, 
I don't think so. I mean, not to get weird. I mean, I, I have a joke where it's like I grew up in that era where, you know, having a neighbor sexually molest you is just part of the process of growing up. Jesus. But- <laughs> awful kind of is but it is your joke so (laughs) i can't take it away from you um but i mean yeah i've been aware of it but i don't know if i was very sexual i was just always aware of it because older people were around me aware of it and so they kind of did they ingrain this we don't talk about sex uh, what my family or in general the um, older like the older people that you were surrounded by? No, there was no like I don't remember being like we don't talk. No, I think everything kind of that house was fucking kind of crazy. So everything kind of like I I mean I probably knew more things than I should have being a child. Jeez, <laughs> you know, you know, especially a tennis rest ball. Yeah, tennis balls like weird shit. But like yeah, I always went with the flow with shit. I was just like, all right, we're doing this. But I've never been like. um attracted to really i've never been a you know what i mean but i was just kind of like okay can i ask you a personal question yeah go ahead if you were out and about yeah i'm just wondering yeah and you were out and about and this woman was hitting on you yeah would you be open to it or would you be like no i'm good and you felt the vibe not to not that i'm trying to question your sexuality but you did mention that you like to go with the flow so i wasn't sure if this is something that you would be in these this scenario open no. to go with the flow or is it something where you're like, no, nah, I'm good. I think I'm good. I would go with the flow of the situation. If I was with a dude and we were hooking up and he got the engine rolling and then, you know, there's a chick there and I'm oh, on, you know, Molly okay. or something and I'm getting fucked up and I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go with the flow. If that happens, he's hot. She's a little hot. I'm like, all right, fuck it. You know, maybe that. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't think one-on-one with a woman. Nah. Okay. Doesn't doesn't it doesn't get my uh So your experiences would vary depending on the circumstances. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that. Mm, right. I love and that. And both those situations too, they were both like out of the blue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I'm just like an out of the blue kind of like and like I say, I wouldn't like depending on the situation. But if I'm on the train and a woman approaches me, I I, I, I no. You're no, like No. <laughs> I love how you look down at your vagina. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. Not She's like, no, I'm good. No, She's like, good. we're good. No, good. Let's get yeah, another we're good. dick. We're Let's good. get another dick involved. Yeah, yeah we're good. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much for sharing your yeah, no problem. first gay experience. Yeah. Uh, I love our next segment, and that is Disappointed, oh. where my guests share a wild, crazy, and embarrassing mm-hmm. sex story. So, Jessica Levin, do you have a disappointing story? Yeah. I was sucking a dick. I was 18. Was I 18 or 17? Whatever, it doesn't matter. In that age. And um, I was really wasted. And my friend who I was sucking, he's tall. Like I went for the first, the first dick I went for was like, he's big. Yeah. So he had a big dick. And I went on it and I got a little aggressive and I puked all over his dick. <laughs> all over. All over. Like, like projectile, the exorcist style of vomiting. And like he went into the bathroom and he was like, this is how romantic it was. He like called me like it was a hockey coach. He was like, you're loving. I'm like, yeah. He was like, did you eat pasta for dinner? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, why? He goes, because there's a noodle on my dick. So like my nickname was noodles for a little while. And um, yeah, and he had a noodle on his dick. And I was like, oh, that's great. Like I just projectiled vomit all over him, like all over him. And that was pretty bad. I think that's like, I haven't had much sex. So it's like, that's like the worst of the worst of it, I think. 
my recent occasion, I was so bombed out of my mind, but I think I think I, I pretty much, I mean, it was consensual, but yeah, it was pretty, I mean, I was screaming shit. I don't even know. <laughs> <sighs> that bastard. I don't know how he didn't die. For real. That was intense. What happened? Well, I just, I haven't had it in so long. So when I finally got it, I was like, holy shit, I didn't want this moment to end. You know, and he was hot too. You know, so yeah, so it was just, you know, it was great. Got me out of my drought, so I'm, <laughs> mama's ready for more now. How long was your drought? Uh, 10 years. You didn't, I have, didn't have sex, sex for 10, for ten, ten, ten years. years? I think I have to go on IMDb. That's a real fact story that I tell as a joke, but I do, because that's the last guy I fucked was a dude on a movie set that I worked on. So I have to ten go on that. 10 years ten, ago? It has to be 10 years. Yeah. I'm afraid to look at it, actually. How? Dude. How? You know what it happens? It's just like... All right, so the dudes that I no no I I don't know how it happens. Well, as a homosexual, I can honestly say I I don't know how that that, happens. Yes, I know. I I mean, I don't. Yeah, priests are not even fucking going without fucking that long. I know. (laughs) So I just you got a point. I know. So I just I for I just it just years started collecting up. I didn't know. Like I moved around a lot, and I was ignorant. Like I get very when I fall for someone, I fall hard. Yeah. Like I'm like kind of a tool. Like it's bad. I don't yeah. like I, I'm not. I guess I guess it's an immaturity factor to it. Maybe because I didn't have much relationships. Like I, when I was in high school, I was all focusing. I'm, I'm going to be a theater actress. That was like my game plan. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go back to New York. I'm going to take tap at Broadway Dance Center and I'm going to become a Broadway actress and I'm going to do the triple threat and that's it. <clears throat> and then I got to theater school and they're like, yeah, bitch, we don't, you're not it at all. We're not our type. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll become an alcoholic and be the, the funny person. And that's what I did. And then for some reason, I just kind of like, I didn't like hook up with dudes. I was just like, what's the point? You guys are all like, what's the point? We're going to do this now. Gay, especially in theater. Yeah, exactly. Most of the dudes there are not like, I'm still like, I'm kind of. I'm a, tom- I'm a tomboy like yeah. you know what I mean so it's like I have this taste of like a big 10 frat fuck not but not really and also though but I have theater and I like art I'm a weird person so I never found my person to be like okay I've never like love didn't come easy for me it's not like oh I date and then you're not it. can I ask you something yeah are you like okay with random hookups no that's a thing I get attached oh not now though that's over Cause I had, which I'm thankful for the guy that I hooked up with two months ago. Cause he taught me that. I'm like, oh good, I'm okay. I can do this. You can. I can do this. You can do it. I can do you it. You can sleep and I didn't around. Have sex. I can. And you can be I didn't okay. have sex for ten years, which gave me a little bit of anxiety because I was scared. I was like, man, and I'm still. Fat. So it's just like you know, self conscious of that shit and all. I know I'm work. These are all working progress things, but these are things that I felt. So it was just for 10 years, I just didn't, I was like, well, what's the point? And every dude that I did want to be involved with, they didn't want to be involved with me. Mm, that happens. So I got rejected, 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 rejected. And after, so a, after a while, I was like, well, of rejection. fuck this. Yeah. I'm like, why am I putting myself through this hell? Yeah. So I was just like, whatever, fuck you. Like, and after I'm not like, rejection, fuck men, after rejection, but after rejection like, and rejection, okay, rejection I'm, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. This yeah. is just too painful. I said the same with thing with dating. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. It's just too much. Yeah. So, too much. But I, I will say, you know what? I, I will say this. It's funny. I originally wanted a fuck buddy. Well, that's what I thought I just want. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And do you want to know something? Yeah. Turned into a relationship. Right. Yeah, I know. I bet. And I was like, motherfucker. I know. (laughs) I kind of, that's what I'm kind of like. If I can have a fuck buddy and that's cool. Try a fuck buddy. I just want a fuck buddy. That's for right now. And I'm okay. I have, I have the um, strength. I guess, I don't know what the wording is. 
I feel more comfortable with myself to do that now than I was before. I think you're emotionally ready. Exactly. That's right. the wording I'm looking for. I'm yeah. not like, I'm not, because with love and all that stuff, it becomes an attack. I don't want to be attached. because. Right. And also, this is another thing too. I never wanted to get involved with anyone because I didn't feel that I was emotionally whole. I knew that there were some things that like I wasn't ready for. Yeah. So if I can't give myself to a person in a healthy way, then what's the fucking point? You know what? I tell you this, that is a very good observation because I was the exact same way right. before I started therapy. I love that. I love how disappointed turned into a therapy session. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. I know. And also, I'm still friends with that guy, too. And he's married and had just had a kid, too. So he's doing great as well. Good for you. Yeah, he's yeah. great. We're going to move on to the last segment, and that is the spin on the Gay HD Wheel of Q&A. <laughs> Go ahead and spin it, and we'll answer some questions. What's DHD? Gay DHD. What's that? ADHD. Yeah. Gay DHD. ADHD. Um, attention deficit, deficit so, hyperactivity so disorder. This is dick hyperactivity disorder. No, it's gay DHD. Yeah, gay. I know, but the dick, right? No, it's gay. I'm gay, so I have gay DHD, not ADHD. Oh, I think that's D. <laughs> That hurt my head. I did a lot of drugs this weekend. I did. I ate a lot of edibles. Okay, I'm doing it. What am I doing? Wait, spin it again. Give me a little bit of a harder spin. Okay. All right, you want hard, bitch? There you go. How do you like that? Mm. Oh, if you could lose your virginity to a celebrity, who would it be? Oh, man, dude. Oh, Tom Hardy. Fuck, dude. Oh, my God. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Really? Yeah, Bronson Tom Hardy. Ooh, fuck yeah. Bane with the mask thing. Oh, Tom Hardy. Fucking hottie. You would wreck that mask, Oh, you? my God. I'd wreck everything about him, dude. He's smoking hot. He's hot. He is fucking hot. He is beautiful. Yeah. So also Oscar Isaac, too. I'd fuck him, too. Oh, okay. That's a little bit of a pivot. Yeah, but I like him, too. Yeah. He's handsome. He is You know, people handsome. say we look alike. I get a little bit of that. Oh, not really, <laughs> but... Why? Because you have brown eyes and dark features? That's so fucking stupid. Who's the fucking... Is that someone trying to fuck you? That works, I guess, huh? Spin the wheel again, Okay, Jessica. cool. Copy Thanks. that. What? You didn't like the answer to that? He is fucking... Both of them are smoking hot. Trading places. Oh, if you could trade places with any politician, celebrity, anybody in the world famous, who would you trade places with? <sighs> Oh, my God. Okay. It would have to be someone, of course, rich. I think I want, like, low-key rich. I want, like, the prince of, like, a princess from Monaco. Okay. She's still alive? I don't know. Okay. Isn't there a princess or something? Don't they still have that? I I just saw Watch Formula One racing, and they're in Monaco. And I was like, that's fucking pimp. You want to be that? I want to be that bitch. You want to be, like... (laughs) Monaco money. I want Monaco money. We're like, you know, like Ooh, looking at a yacht. I love that word. Monaco money? Monaco bitch. money. That That's a fucking, great that fucking That is a great word. Hashtag. But you should see this bitch. Like she was like dressed in the nines, like like slick. I don't know if she's happy. I mean, I don't know what kind of prince do, princess duties she got to do. That's the only thing that would suck. But, but you, living in Monaco. She's bougie. Pretty. So you would she's do all bougie. the bougie things. I would. And then I'd just be like, you know, I would hold, like, I'd probably be a bitchy one. They'd be like, honey, we have to go to the blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going. I'm fucking the cabana boy on a yacht, babe. Not going to happen. <laughs> That's, I think, my alter ego. Do you want to just keep it real? Can we, yeah, I'd be the, can I keep it real, princess? Can yeah. I be the keep it real, princess? 
You know yeah. what I mean? The yeah. thing is, though, you have to worry about. See, but I still, that's what I'm saying. You want to be rich and powerful, but you want to be low key with the rich and powerful. Yeah. Like, they don't really care about you. Like, you have money, like Saudis, kind of. Oh, let me tell you something. No There's one gives a, a difference. Fuck. There is a difference between like Kardashian money yeah, and like I want Iranian that. oil right, money. Completely. And the thing That's is, like, pe- they're peasants. Kardashians are peasants to them. They're like, yeah. who are those? Yeah. Icky One of my favorite trailer thing- park trash people. All right, spin again. I, I, spin again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sex, quiet or loud? I'm loud as a motherfucker. Really? You big time. Screaming? I don't think I scream. <laughs> No, I'm not that. I am. I'm a moaner. Yeah. I moan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I, a little bit. I do yeah. that, and I'll say I talk. Do you cuss? No. Well, a little. I'll say like you know. I think I said I yelled "fuck me," but I think um, I think I yelled "I love your cock" a lot. Really? You like yeah. the word cock? I like to coach. <laughs> I mean, not like not like like to the All right, left, everybody. To the right. No. Here's what we're gonna not do. Not that. I like to give. Uh, I want like, you to look positive. at the wall, and this is our. Uh, yeah. This is the plan. I know. I have like a check. Like, see, now my, I don't even know how to use the wording because I never fuck. Yeah. So I my just, clit like, is to the my left. My clit to the left. I do like I the pleasure I need you to come point. in from the right. If you can hit 90 degrees on the. No, I'm not yeah. that annoying bitch. I am just very, I like to give like, um, to let them know they're doing great work. Yeah. You're doing a good job, buddy. You like to reassure them. I like to reassure them. Okay. And like make them feel like you're doing great. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I say, I don't have much sex, but the last time I did, I just was, I just kind of vaguely remember just screaming things of that nature. Coaching like, them along. I don't see, I don't coach like, I'm like, not, I'm not telling them what to do. I want them to be who they're going to be. I want them to live their best life. I want them to be who they are. I don't want to change them. Yeah. But I do like, you know, just being like, you're doing good, bud. You're yeah. doing really good moaning. And when I hear them moan, too, that, yeah. whew, that gets You me. need a moaner, too. I need a moaner, too. I can't yeah. have a fucking dot quiet. What are we doing here, guy? What are we doing? We're not doing a silent picture. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, I want, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'm moaning. You're a moaning. We're both moaning. We're both loving it. It's yeah. great. This is fucking great. You know, that kind of a thing. But yeah, quiet. No. Heavy breathing. Oh, you know what I mean? Anything like that. His watch, oh, you know what I mean? Shit like that. I love that. Yeah, analog watch. I don't know why. A what? Like an old school watch. I'm not talking, like I have a whole bit about it now. You like men? A men watch. A man watch. Man watch. I like man. I like men. On that note, okay. Jessica Levin, thank, thank you, you so much, much for, for coming me. on Oh Oscar. Absolute delight. I, I, no, Amazing. It. it was great. No, this is great. Uh, I love right. it. Right. Uh, where can people see you and find you, Jessica? Well, I'm always at the comedy shop. That's like a lot. On, okay. Uh, what the fuck is it? On uh, I'm Bleaker? Not, yep, on Bleaker. And then um, and you can follow me on Instagram at jlevcomedy, J-L-E-V comedy. Okay. And then Twitter too, the same and all that stuff. Okay. And then, yeah. Everyone, thank you so much for listening and have a great weekend. Tell all your friends, have them, have them listen. Yeah. We love this. Drink, eat, drink, be merry, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Live, laugh, love. Eat, drink, be merry. Poppers, happy pride. Live, (laughs) enjoy. All right. There we go. There's the pride. Fuck giraffes. Who cares? Don't go enjoy yourselves. All right. Good. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Bye.